This is another chapter from the Catholic Faith Handbook for Youth, third edition. Today I will be reading chapter one, Being Catholic, the Cliff Notes View. Just a reminder that these recordings of my class readings are not a substitute for actually doing the reading yourself. Ideally, you should listen to them while you read along or after you have read the reading for review. So our frequently asked questions that we should think about during this first section, what are some of the core Catholic truths and what are some of the core Catholic practices? Being Catholic means many different things to people. For some people, it means a whole culture or way of being in the world. It means Friday fish fries during Lent, Advent wreaths and crucifixes, having priests and sisters as friends, and saying the rosary, among many other things. For these folks, being Catholic is a wonderful way of experiencing God in the world and, and following Jesus Christ. We hope you know some Catholics like this. On the other hand, many people's only understanding of Catholicism comes from what they see and hear in the popular media. They see the priest or bishop involved in a scandal, the Catholic social activist, and the nuns from a movie like Sister Act. The media also present us with the travels of popes and the heroic service of people like Mother Teresa and her sisters. The popular image of Catholicism formed by the media is filled with stereotypes and misinformation, and it is an inadequate source of true understanding of what Catholics are all about. This book will help you understand what motivates the devoted Catholic and how to figure out what is true and what isn't true and what you see and hear in the popular media. This chapter begins with some basic facts about Catholics and a brief overview about what we believe. But don't settle for this Cliff Notes version of Catholicism. Let it whet your appetite for exploring the rest of the book. Some key words to look for in this chapter will be Jesus Christ, Bible, Ecumenical Council, Worship, Mary, and Saint. Pause for a moment and think about this reflection question. Do you know a faithful and committed Catholic? Consider asking the person about what she or he finds motivating about the Catholic faith. We've also got a did you know box over here on the side. So did you know how many Catholics there are? In North America, there are 14 million Catholics in Canada. That is 43% of their population. In Mexico, there are 99 million Catholics. That is 92% of the people in Mexico. And in the United States, there are 68 million Catholics. That is 22% of our population. Around the world, 
Africa has 179.5 million Catholics. North America has 245 million Catholics. South America has 336.9 million Catholics. Asia has 125.9 million Catholics. Europe has 284 million Catholics. And Oceania has 9.3 million Catholics. There are over a billion Catholics in the world. Why are all of these people Catholic? It is estimated that there are over 1 billion Catholics living in the world. That is about 16% of the world's population. There are more Catholics than there are people in any other Christian denomination. There are also more Catholics than there are Jews, Hindus, or Buddhists. Only Muslims have more members. Catholics and Catholic churches can be found almost anywhere in the world. So what do these numbers mean? Let's be honest. On the one hand, they do not necessarily mean anything at all. A religion isn't necessarily good or true simply because a lot of people belong. The truth of Catholicism cannot be determined by how many people are Catholic. On the other hand, the great number of Catholics in the world testifies to Catholicism's universal appeal and the power that the Catholic faith has in people's lives. Since the Catholic Church's humble beginnings following the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, it has truly become a worldwide religion. People of every nationality and cultural background embrace it. Surely such a religious tradition must have something compelling to offer. If you ask a dozen different Catholics what is compelling about their faith, you will probably get a dozen different answers. This is one of the most wonderful things about the Catholic faith. Its rich tradition provides something for all people, no matter what their particular personality or spiritual need may be. The Catholic Church includes people who desire quiet, meditative prayer, as well as those who enjoy communal prayer filled with sound and action. The Catholic Church embraces people who desire a clear and unchanging set of beliefs, as well as those who want to explore how those beliefs are applied to different cultures and a changing world. The Catholic Church is made up of people who provide direct service to those in need, as well as people who want to change structures in society to create a more just world. But if you listen carefully, you will hear some common threads when Catholics talk about what is important to them about the Catholic faith. They often will talk about truths God has revealed and transmitted to us through scripture and tradition. More on that in the next chapter. They also talk about the practices of the Catholic faith, the ways in which Catholics pray and make moral decisions. And they talk about the worldview of Catholicism, that is, the attitudes that Catholics display as they live out their faith in the world. Let's look briefly at these three areas, beliefs, practices, and attitudes. We've got a box on the side here that says, live it, young people's testimony. 
So this is a young person talking. My first thought is that I am Catholic because I was raised Catholic. But that is not the only reason I'm Catholic. Being Catholic is also feeling like I am part of God's family when I'm in my church. It is also important to me that the Catholic faith believes that Christ is in the Eucharist and that the bread and wine are really the body and blood of Jesus Christ. These are the greatest reasons that I am a Catholic. That is Tara, age 17. And then another quote from another young person. Catholicism means knowing that you are never alone and never being left alone. It means knowing that someone is always there, even in spirit. Sometimes at night, I like to lie in bed and wonder, what place do I have in the Lord's plan? Without my faith and love in our religion, I would be lost. Catholicism is more than the light in the dark. It is the light of the world. It's impossible to conceal because it's in the hearts of millions. We are all a part of Catholicism's great mysteries because we are its home, every one of us living and working and praying together. Laura, age 15. Some core Catholic beliefs. The following list is meant to give you a quick glimpse of the best core beliefs of Catholics. These statements may leave you with many questions. In fact, we hope they raise questions for you, which is why you will find them explained in greater depth in later chapters. God created human beings to be in perfect union with him and one another. However, the sin of our first parents, called original sin, deprived the human race of our original holiness and justice. Throughout human history, God worked to restore the relationship of trust and love that was lost through original sin. He did this by entering into covenants. Covenants are special relationships based on mutual promises with Noah, Abraham, and the people of Israel. But the people often broke their covenant promises. Ultimately, God sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, as savior of the human race. Christ is both true God and true man. He became the perfect sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins and the restoration of the relationship of love and trust between God and humankind. Following his death, Jesus was brought back to life in the resurrection. Jesus overcame death and opened heaven's gates for all the just. The Holy Spirit has been at work in the world from the beginning of creation to the present day. The Holy Spirit is one with the Father and the Son, and is also called the Advocate, or Paraclete, and the Spirit of Truth. God has revealed himself to be Trinity, that is, the mystery of one God in three divine persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This was revealed by Jesus Christ. Christ established the Catholic Church on the foundation of the apostles. Christ and the Holy Spirit revealed the fullness of religious truth to the apostles. 
The fullness of God's revealed truth is called sacred tradition and is entrusted to the apostles' successors, the Pope, and all the bishops of the church. The Bible, or sacred scripture, is another source of God's revealed truth for Catholics. The Bible is closely connected to sacred tradition. The Holy Spirit inspired the authors of the Bible to write what God wants us to know for our salvation. All people are destined for eternal life after death. The baptized who have put their faith in Jesus Christ as their Savior will find their eternal reward in heaven. Salvation through Christ is also possible for those who seek God with a sincere heart and try to do his will, but who do not know Christ, the gospel, or the church through no fault of their own. Those who willfully and persistently reject God in this life will suffer eternal separation from God in hell. A reflection question for this past section. Which beliefs from the list of some core Catholic beliefs do you best understand? Which of those beliefs do you need to better understand? Look for more thorough explanations of those beliefs throughout this book. We have a section called A Scripture Connection, A Catholic Worldview. Read Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. In this passage, St. Paul expresses a Catholic attitude toward the world. Especially reflect on verse 8. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. The Bible teaches us that the goodness and love of God is not limited to the Christian faith only. St. Paul instructs us to discern God's presence in the world by looking for truth, honor, justice, purity, loveliness, and grace in all things, all people, all relationships, and all institutions. The presence of these qualities, wherever they are found, should cause us to praise God and rejoice in the many ways he cares for us.